Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. I know who I am. I'm reading from John 1, verses 11 and 12. Here's what it says. He, Jesus, came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. I just got off the phone with my adult son, who carried me down a path of inquiry about relatives on both sides. I had to dig deep to establish a picture of who is who in terms of the aunts and uncles and forget about the many levels of cousins. We concluded that we were not constructing a family tree, but a family forest. But it was fun helping him to identify some of his relatives. I'm sure he has since forgot much of the names and the relations, so it is possible we will have that conversation again. But it was fun, as it helps to establish connection and relation and supports one's identity, who I am, where I come from, and who do I claim as family. I love talking about my identity as a child of God. Well, first let us start at the text. Jesus came to earth to redeem the world, and it was his plan to start with the Jewish people. But you know how they had a hard time believing that Jesus was the Son of God, and so they basically rejected any offer of salvation. They rejected Jesus. Well, Jesus opened the door for non-Jewish people and listened to the amazing and the most powerful statement. As many as receive him, Jews and non-Jews, to them he gave the right or the authority to become children of God to those who believe in his name. I do cartwheels when I think about that. How did I become a son of God? I believed that Jesus Christ is the son of God and I accepted his gift, a priceless gift of redemption. That made me a son of God. Listen, there is no one in this world who has a higher status than I do. I am the son of the top person in the universe. In fact, here is how another section of the Bible describes me. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. I am an heir of the kingdom of God because God who is the king is my father. Praise the Lord. And Jesus, who is the son of God, is an heir. And so that makes me, who is a son of God, a joint heir with Jesus. <laughs> what does that mean? It means I'm royalty. Call me Prince Clyde. Well, no need to, but you get my point. If you were paying attention to the words and not my enthusiasm, you would have noticed that just now I recited something about the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Go ahead and ask me to explain that to you because I'm just dying for the opportunity. So here's the deal. 
when I accepted Jesus into my life, that event had to be certified. Like when a baby is born, they have to certify the birth and indicate who the parents are. Well, my certification of birth into the family of God was not done by a paper certificate. The Bible tells me that God, the Holy Spirit, came immediately to live inside of me and he becomes the official birth certificate. He is more authentic than my DNA. The Spirit bears witness with my spirit that says, Hey Clyde, you are a son of God. I'm amazed how God thought of everything. The Holy Spirit plays a pivotal role in the whole experience. Let's take, for example, some kids who are born into certain families. They are groomed and primed to behave a certain way that is acceptable for members of that family. Well, there are going to be times when a child steps out of line here and another one does something terrible there, something unacceptable by the family. On those occasions, they do not lose their blood identity, but folks in the family might want to condemn the behavior and shame them for letting down the family name. Well, the Holy Spirit who lives inside of me regularly reminds me that, Clyde, you are a son of God. Remember that you, as a member of God's family, you ought to be conscious of the standards of God and his family. If I slip up, the Holy Spirit whispers to me that reminds me, you are a son of God. I hope you're following me so far. Did I tell you that the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of me the day I became a son of God? Yes, he is important in this whole experience. And one of the roles that the Holy Spirit carries out is that he calls my body his temple. You'd better believe it. And so he constantly reminds me not to mess up the temple, or as some theologians say, do not defile the temple of the Spirit of God. How do I do that? That is when I step out of line and commit sins. That is when I should have listened to the Spirit, and instead I listen to my inner voice, which encourages me to do a sin. The Holy Spirit does not take a vacation. Instead, he speaks about what I have done. He convicts me by telling me that I have committed a sin, that I have defied the temple of the Holy Spirit. So what do I do in that moment? I don't want to ignore the Holy Spirit talking to me. So I respond to his gentle convicting words and I confess or I take ownership of the wrong things that I did and I ask God to forgive me. God is so gracious and kind that when I confess to him, he is faithful and he is just, that he forgives me of those sins and he makes me clean. I've got to stop right here, my friend, but excuse me while I brag on who I am. I am a son of the living God.